Her Business Radio. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Jade Mitchell. We're back. Current OPBF super middleweight champ in Cor- recovery. Correct. Thanks He's recovering that. too. He's trim. Look at you. Six kilos off since the last episode, <laughs> lads. I'm now officially a cruiserweight, so I'm uh, I'm on the way back Good to stuff. super middle. Ben Damon. Hello. Face of Australian boxing. Okay, yep. Commentator. Fox Sports main event. Pleasure to have you, Ben. Good to be here, fellas. Yeah, um, gee, we had some success with the last couple of these. Those numbers were quite incredible. I, I didn't expect that, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's very everyone. heartening. Yeah, thanks, Thank everyone, for watching and sure listening. And Mickey, Beetlejuice Films. Thank you very much, Mickey. For yeah. bringing it to living colour. Thanks, Mickey's Mickey. doing a good job, but he's wearing a Gennady Golovkin hat, I did notice, and that would segue us to some exciting talks that you just mentioned yeah. to us before. I don't know if we're allowed to announce it or if I put you no, on the we, spot. But no, we, we can. We're, um, we're heading after. I've got to get past my next fight. And, of course, the next got to be in working order. But uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get the chance to go over there and spar with uh, Gennady Golovkin in the lead-up to the Alvarez fight. Yep. Um, we're definitely we're going over to um, Abel Sanchez's Big Bear camp with Lyndon Hosking and the uh, Maloney twins as well. That's great. So um, yeah, it's going to be going to be huge, going to be exciting, and I'll have something. I tell you, that's the most exciting bit is that now we don't have to constantly say that you sparred with Miguel Cotto. Now you can say I sparred with Truth Cotto and Golovkin. Truth be told, I've just been peer pressure into it. I want no part of Golovkin. It's just these guys can give me shit for Cotto. So. Yeah, that's great. Congratulations, <laughs> no, it's exciting. Be, It'll be a great, um, great experience, and just to train in Big Bear as well. We do a bit of altitude training now, as it is. So uh, as soon as we get past this fight, we'll ramp it right up, and then April we're off to the states for a uh, training camp. And this fight is when, where? Uh, well, my first, my first fight back is March seventeen at the uh, Pavilion, St Patrick's Day. Yeah, St Paddy's Day. Mm-hmm. I've got my uh, St Paddy's Day kit. All set. But, Beautiful. Uh, also, we've got uh, Michael Pretty Boy Zarafa and Jake Carr on that card. Right, and settle down. And the we just wanted to know when you were fired. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, Hello to Brian Amatruda. Yeah. That's the first mention. <laughs> <laughs> I just quickly want to say, you think Miguel's going to be upset that he's not going to get any more mentions now that you might be fighting? He'll sparring. still get mentions. Don't worry about that, mate. He'll still be getting mentions. It's got a... So right. good. It's going to be tattooed over his heart. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to uh, start. We go back to an Australian flavour. Horn mm. Crawford. Are we actually locked in? It sounds like it's yes. um, done. Yeah. So uh, the most recent line from uh, Dean Lonigan. So the um, the Horn part of Duco events is that it's all agreed for the 14th of April at Madison Square Garden. Horn v Crawford. But there's just a few things to figure out. So they haven't seen. A final contract they haven't signed one certainly but i think the sticking point at the moment is not that fight it is whether pacquiao is on the same card and if pacquiao is on the same card and he fights against uh, mike alvarado or someone else whether horn crawford's the main event or pacquiao v tba is the main event that's something that bob arum is uh talking with michael conson and those sorts of people about so that is in turn affecting the contract and it being signed but in terms of money and everything else it's all agreed um but until you've signed a contract i should imagine i should imagine tba wants to be pretty something special (laughs) if it's going to take away from horn and crawford yeah but then it's manny pacquiao i i understand that but still like yeah look it's yeah yeah and and essentially bizarrely the situation is that um these two dudes are fighting for a world title in order to qualify to fight against Manny Pacquiao that's that's yeah that's what's happening so you know it's not the world title 
that Pacquiao has. It's the one he had. So whether yeah. they're in front or behind, yeah, it, you know, there's yeah. a lot of politics in that. But yeah, Horn Crawford done for all intents and purposes, 14th at MSG. I noticed tours were already being uh, yeah, they got asking for registration. So if you're a Jeff yes. Horn fan, go on his Facebook page, register, yeah, sure. help him out. Yep. We're going to New York City. Yeah, it'd be, well, it'd, well, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, no doubt. We're in the States for like uh, late March, early April with yep. Lyndon and the uh, Maloney boys. So we'll definitely be there cheering Horn on. I I'll be there, wait. no doubt at all. Um, there is, uh, well... I don't know if I'm meant to say, but hopefully we'll be doing an Australian broadcast from Madison Square Garden through main event. Awesome. So rather than taking their coverage, because I just don't think it's palatable for an Australian audience to take an ESPN coverage of a, of a Jeff Horn event, no. I'll be there. You couldn't, could you have, after what happened with the Pacquiao fight, you couldn't have Stephen A. Smith and, and those guys coming back to Australia with our world champion defending his title. They're going to bag him. They're going to call him Joe Horn and all that sort of stuff. Like, we need to do yeah. our own coverage. Yeah. 100%. That's my argument anyway. So hopefully it happens. And you, you might get it. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Well, I'll, I'll certainly be rallying for it. We'll see what happens. Another heavyweight title with an Australian involved. Lucas Brown, big daddy. That is confirmed. Benny. That is yeah. confirmed. Yes. Yeah, we were Exciting. still speculating previously, but they had, um, yeah, it's all it's all done. Twenty fourth at the O two, so massive event. It's for the silver WBC title, and obviously it's for a high standing in a very exciting heavyweight division. The week after AJ V Parker is on, and you know the winner there could easily fight the winner there or Deontay Wilder in the mix but yeah most importantly it is done Lucas Brown has arrived in Sydney for his training camp with Rodney Williams he's got to cut a bit of weight get over there and um, and, and do his thing and I think he wins that fight um, and it's going to be an exciting build up did you see the press conference beforehand I yeah I did it's it colourful it's always, it's always good I, I actually I actually love just um, hearing from Brown afterwards because for 12 rounds he's only got to hit you once and that's it's simple. In his mind, that's all he has to do. And, man, if he does beat him, it just makes it so exciting. It'll be so big for Australian boxing yeah. to see Big Daddy back up there yeah. with the best of them. To get the momentum back that he yep. had yep. after yep. that incredible win over Shagaev. With the promoter, uh, with Eddie Hearn being involved with White, does that mean Brand would automatically get a title shot at the winner of Parker, AJ? Stephen well, it's, 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 w- it's the WBC silver yes. title, so Deontay Wilder has that belt. So it it, it, it could well work that way. But what will happen if Parker beats AJ is that there will be a rematch. Um, if AJ beats Parker which, you know, is, is the expectation, certainly from Eddie Hearn's side, then he needs an opponent. Who knows? Maybe that is Lucas Brown. If Lucas Brown goes out and demolishes Dillian White in the first round and looks spectacular, then he's in a great spot for the fight with the winner if it is AJ. And how about the, the other heavyweight champ, Deontay? Um, yeah. Well, with, that, against does, Ortiz. Does that make... Lucas Brown will then be a mandatory for Deontay, yeah. yeah so. Well, yes, he would yeah. be. But then, you know, if... Whatever Eddie wants to do, like if yeah. Eddie wants to make Deontay Wilder against AJ, then he's yep. going to make that. Like he's got Ortiz fighting yep. um, uh, Deontay Wilder now. Like yeah, there's a lot to be done, but a spectacular performance puts him in a great spot for all of the the big fights. A victory puts him there anyway, so it's huge for Lucas. It's just so cool to have what has been historically the premier division in boxing, the heavyweight division, exciting again. Um, yeah, because I'm us looking- involved. Yeah. And New Zealand involved. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Big uh, big 
trans Tasman at the end. Can we can we claim Parker? Will we be claiming <laughs> yeah. Parker if he beats AJ? Would, yeah, oh, hundred percent. We'd rather him to Russell Crowe, yeah. wouldn't we? We'll take him, no doubt. Other Australians doing well. Anthony Mundine made a nice comeback uh, Didn't he? Yeah. against Tommy Brown recently. You were there, Ben? You yeah, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I called it for um, for Fox Sports. It wasn't a main event. It was Fox Sports. So the first time that Chock has ever been on a um, non-pay-per-view event. And in front of that big audience, she did a good job. Um, he went in there against Tommy Brown, who's a tough guy, who's been there, done that, fought for two world titles. And uh, he really needed, in order to say at 42, I'm still in the mix, Anthony, he needed to knock him out and he needed to do so quite spectacularly and he did exactly that it was huge certainly made a statement mm. although having said that i thought the guys in commentary got a little bit excited <laughs> with uh tommy brown's onslaught early because <laughs> mundane was still is you watching the replays rolling off yeah and yeah they carried on a bit i think he got caught with go. a couple of shots there and i think what we were saying yeah. is that tommy brown forced the pace yes. and there was a there was an expectation maybe that they were going to try and box anthony was going to try and keep him at range but and that Tommy might get overawed, but yep. he wasn't overawed. We could see that. But what he probably ended up doing is punched himself out yeah. to some extent. And then he tried to look for those long you know, shots. He thought he'd had some success. He was just looking for those big right hands. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I take your point. I, he... I may have dramatised it slightly, <laughs> but, but I think it got you in, didn't it? Yeah, it's, it's lovely. It's good to listen to. But um, yeah, it just looked like uh, Tommy, when he did get clipped with that right hand initially and went into his shell, oh. he just tried to fire out of it instead of uh, trying yeah. to recover. And, um, man, he opened up and that left hook just bounced straight off the button. That was, was all she wrote. And he hasn't thrown his hands like that, Chock, for a long time. Like, we obviously, it's been well documented that he fought um, a, a, a little bit apprehensively when he had Danny Green hurt. Um, yeah. But, gee, he did not fight in any Such. way apprehensively once he had Tommy Brown hurt. He threw his hands and he looked good. Such a size difference nowadays. Like, Danny's a big, strong man. Like he is, mm. he he's he's a cruiserweight and um, yeah. Chuck. I don't I don't know. I, he was was he chasing bigger fights at the lighter weight? Was that the whole reason of junior middleweight? For Chuck. For Chuck. Well, he had that thing in, that he wanted to be the first man to win world titles in three descending weight divisions. That was his big plan. Like I don't know oh, yeah. why that was a thing, but that that's something he had in his head that he wanted to do. So he, yep. you know, he may end up going back down there. Like if this horn fight were to happen. He may end up back down there. I don't know how yeah. he'll make it because G did it tough to get to middleweight um, for the Tommy Brown fight. But um, yeah, who knows? And, and what's going to happen? The WBA rankings haven't come out yet at middleweight, but he will go. He, he might be top ten, maybe. Yeah, chalk after that. So he's, he's right in the mix for for all these big fights again. He's got the runs on the board too, yeah. so he'll be in the mix for uh, Billy Joe Saunders yeah. now. WBA champion. Who's fighting Martin Murray? That you know, Martin Murray. I think would have been a great opponent for chalk next. Yeah. Um, but Billy Joe Saunders has got him. Uh, so, yeah, it remains to be seen where the Chalk fights again. Obviously, they're waiting and hoping that, that Horn loses, uh, fights well, but loses to Crawford. And then Mundane v. Horn is their fight. If Horn wins against Crawford, uh, Mundane v. Horn will not happen. I nah. wouldn't have thought in, in, in any way. But if he loses and he looks good, then that fight does make sense. Horn v. Mundane. Oh, of course. All of Mundane's career, he's played the heel. For the publicity, ticket sales, pay-per-view, he's done it well. Play, uh, there are some athletes that have played the heel, but towards the latter stages of their career, the cr the fans have turned around and embraced them. Leighton yeah. Hewitt, for example. Yeah. Do you reckon it's a possibility <laughs> that 
Australia will fall in love with I think Anthony, there was the, the man Mundine? I think there was the chance for Chock, but he he stared towards it and he said, no, I don't need that. He made his decision that he he's happy to be himself, to take whatever comes from the Australian public. He didn't need to go that way. Um, so yeah. I don't think that... They'll turn around on him, and I don't think he cares. Well, yeah, I don't think Unless he, cares. he does something spectacular in this show that he's on. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Yeah. Well, he hasn't, hasn't done anything to win him any fans <laughs> yeah, yet on that yeah, show. Yeah, he didn't make a good start. But having said that, look, I don't I don't know Chuck personally. Um, in the only, the only interaction I've had with him was uh, at the Green-Watts fight, and he was super pleasant. And everything that I've heard about him, everything that I've heard about him as a person, yeah. he's... Just a down-to-earth, lovely dude. Yeah. Like, he, he certainly has his moments of um, when those disagreeable um, things that he likes to say or do do affect those around him. And I've probably, yeah. you know, at times he's done things and I've disagreed with him. But overall, I like Chuck. I, I, think, just, he's, I think he's a good guy. He may have been um, poorly directed and poorly advised at times. Yeah. Um, he's had probably the wrong people around him at times. But... Yeah, I, I don't, I don't dislike Chuck. I, I like him. I think he's a, I think he's a, not a bad fella. Well, I disagree with his politics, no doubt. Yeah, well, for me, like he's a super passionate guy. Some elements and he's, of his politics. He stands by what he says. He's yeah. super passionate, so he's always going to rub people up the yeah. wrong way. And I think that sometimes he just struggles to articulate. What yeah, he's definitely trying to get out. Yeah, there. and and I, I completely agree with, um, with him standing up for the the indigenous people and the way that he does that. I, oh, yeah. I completely agree 100%. with pretty much everything he said along those lines. But some of the other stuff. Yeah, it's it's he's crossed the line, but he's, he's sold some tickets in doing so as well. Yeah, so, so deep down, he, I hear he's a very nice guy. Yeah, I yeah. reckon there's you. You may have written him off early, Ben. Maybe he might be all encompassing love. But I think he had that chance. Yeah, there was that not time. Not too late. Not too late though. He's still oh, fighting. Yeah, he's well, still professional. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Maybe if uh, say um, uh, Canelo or. Say Canelo beats Golovkin, I think Golovkin's going to win, but say Canelo beats Golovkin um, and then Mundine's in a position to fight against Canelo. He beats him in the most spectacular Australian victory of all time for all the belts. Um, let's say <laughs> wow. that happens. Yes. Then, yes, I think he starts to turn people around. So it's a possibility. <laughs> so you're saying it's a chance? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the same card. On the same card. It's not impossible he gets oh. one of those fights. No, that's it's not, not impossible. impossible because no. he's going to be in the top ten in the WBO. That's no. the thing. Like, and then you know Billy Joe Snorters and all that. But yeah, there's there's so many things. It'd it's unlikely, but it's like not it. impossible. It'd be cool if they could get Billy Joe Saunders to Australia. Yeah, to there was off. some talk about that. There were initial discussions. I don't it's think that's such likely a fan to happen. Billy Joe. On the same card as the Mundine card, Kai Frenzy McKenzie mm-hmm. defeats Emiliano Garcia. He did. I like, I like his moniker, Jade, and I like his backflip. Oh, you like <laughs> that was a highlight of that fight for me. I'm sorry, <sighs> sorry to, sorry to He's so embarrassed, guy too. So, he fought so really good. well, like a limited opponent, and, and not the first choice. But yeah, the backflip. He's embarrassed, but he can't. He owned it, so yeah, I love that. If him. you own it, that's good. I said in commentary Bring that it, it was going to become a gif, but I don't think it did. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly. It hasn't yet? I, don't, I haven't seen it. Man, it should. Did yeah. he warrant... Uh, Mickey, can you make that? Yeah, make sweet. a gif. Kai McKenzie gif coming your way soon. I think I asked the people at Ozbox. <laughs> <make a GIF. laughs> Sorry, Kai. They... So is he due to fight Cambosis? Is that on the cards? It sounds like it's um, just about done. Does he yeah. warrant a fight against Cambosis? Yeah, the sure ferocious one, Jake. 
definitely. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And the thing is, is he's actually, it's, it's fight, not, not a matter of warranting a fight. He's earned it because he is, he's Cambosa's um, interim champion. So that fight has to happen. So it's not a matter of warranting it, which he more than has done. They are the two, ve- they are the two premier lightweights in the country. So that's mm. the, for me, that's, that is my favorite fight with two Aussies for the year. And it's looking like it could be happening late June in Melbourne. Yep. And um, and there's also, we've actually put we've actually touched base with the um, Akaway camp, so that could happen. Both those fights could happen on the same card, and there are some other big Australian matchups as well. Yeah, we'll, there we'll are. See. It does look exciting that show. Which how, how close are you to the Akaway fight happening? Well, we've we've I'll, I will sign the contract right now to fight June in Melbourne right. on a big show. If we if it's will on a big show, sign as far as you know. Um. I'm not. I'm not I heard sure. there were some issues around um, the timing of the event with it being Ramadan. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm look, I'm not familiar with Ramadan. How that works? Right. Forgive my ignorance. But, um, but look, if we if we can, the only thing for me, um, it's got to be on a big card. It's got to be televised. Mm-hmm. So Australian boxing once fights like this, and this is how we're going to lift the lift the profile of the sport. Is by fighters like myself and Akway. I know Bilal's not scared of me. They think they're going to knock me out. I think I'm going to outbox him. Yeah. But the thing is, is to elevate our sport, us us guys, we got to be ready to sign on the dotted line and fight each other. Like I'm, I'm prepared to Definitely. do that. And if, if Akway, if that fight doesn't happen due to, um, due to timing. Ra- Ramadan timing, um, then hopefully we get another one of um, Australia's top super middleweights to be a part of that card because if that card comes off with what... Who I'm else would you like to fight? Say that fight can't that happen. Who else is in the running? And this, I think that the idea see. of the show is to have Australians against yeah. Australians. So who... Yeah, yeah. well... Pull some people out. I'd, I'd love to see Luke Jackson and... No, um, you, you can't fight Luke Jackson. Oh, who would you like to fight if you can't have... Don't avoid the question, Jake. Yeah, don't don't no, avoid the question. I want to Luke Jackson. He's hanging around... <laughs> He's just actually, doing his thing. Half your size coming up in March. I actually ate a featherweight for breakfast this morning. <laughs> yeah. But um, look, there's there's plenty of guys. Mine's division stacked. What are their names? Go Name, through the list. Names. You've got Zach Dunn. So you want to fight got, Zach Dunn on that card? Of course, I'd fight Zach Dunn on that card. I'd fight Jake Carr on that card. I'd fight Ronald same time. on that card. Beautiful. Roel Murdoch. Roel Murdoch is busy. He's got um, this weekend. His, this weekend, he's in Texas. Murdoch. Yeah, I don't know when this is going out, but yeah, it's on um, this, this Sunday yeah. against uh, Frank Filippone, and uh, that will be on Fox Sports on delay in the evening. You'd have to look up the guide, but um, it's not yeah. guaranteed that Murdoch's fight's going to be on the coverage because well, he's like fourth in order. So it's only if they choose yeah. to replay it. It's a good card, though. Obviously, well, by, by the time this comes out, uh, Rowan will have fought, so this okay. will be out. I think yep. we're out early next week. Okay, so, so Ramirez is the headliner, but it's a great card yep. anyway. That um, one of my tr- favourite fighters in the world, that Jerwin Ancarhas, the um, dude who won on the Horn undercard, the Filipino, is fighting as well. So yep. yeah, it's a, it's a good card. That well, they're um, well, that's they're trying to merge Murdoch and um, Ramirez, Ramirez together. Yeah. So Murdoch's busy, but look, all the Aussie fighters out there, um, if we can make a big card like that and get people interested, I I urge everyone who's in the position who's in, in the position or, or one of our top guys, if yep. you do have the chance to be on that, step up, fight each other. 
So, so you, I thought you meant, I thought when you said what other fights would you like? Sorry, I didn't okay. think you no, wanted me all right. to you got put, there. I didn't thought you wanted me to put every super middleweight in the country on notice. <laughs> well, you just have. I have. And Luke Jackson, which I think is great. And Luke Jackson. <laughs> it's a bit unfair then. Jacko, I'll get to you after I've finished with the super middleweight. <laughs> do you think it's easier for him to come up in weight maybe than He's you to go? do the money. Oh, thing. definitely, man. Definitely. <laughs> He's going to go down in weights like oh, my team's well, tried. I've, the gastric banding is going to have banding. to happen. I'm going to have to gastric band. Luke Jackson, Jade Mitchell, gastric band. It'll happen probably early 2019. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So get your business sorted out with Valdez. Yep. And I reckon Take his the title. band should be... In Hobart? In Ho- hey, Would we'll you go it, there? We'll do it wherever. Just let me get the gastric band first. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Speaking well, of Bella, you mentioned Bella. He's fighting. Yes. In Feb, late Feb. Awesome fight. Giovanni Di Corrales. Is this a step up? It is, mate. It's a massive mm-hmm. step up. For yeah. Yeah. G- Giovanni's a former world champion, WBA world champion. Um, and That's this is by far the best best, best opponent that Bella has faced. By a long way, this is the biggest and, fight for him. And I'm extremely happy for Bilal to have landed this fight. Mm. Um, and it's awesome that his team's been able to make this happen for him. So props to Bilal and the whole Akaway team. Yep. Al, Mick, good on you. Yeah, Great it's fight. a good fight. It really is. Um, uh, Carolus, uh, he fought twice with your man, Zuge. Um, <laughs> and one of them was a draw and the other one what he got stopped in the last round but there are, that was only a couple yeah. of years ago so like yep. he's he's world class um, so yeah this is the big he, this is the big test he did well He lo- his last fight he lost against the Russian is it Victor Polyakov yep. who is sort of a plodding fighter and he beat him in Di Corrali's mm. hometown yep. so this for Di Corrali this is his last this is his last roll of the dice like he has to beat Bilal to stay relevant and if Bilal beats him, he's back up in the world ratings again. Yep. What do you I've think happens stylistically in the fight? Stylistically, I find Di Corrali to be a, a bit more of a plotting fighter. And if he stands in front of Bilal, if anyone stands so you in think front Bilal of Bilal, knocks him out? Bilal knocks him out. Yep. Bilal breaks his ribs, knocks him out. It's going to it's it's gonna end badly if you stand in front yeah, of that yeah, kid. He's sure. a monster. Yep. Club punch bowl. What sort of, that's where he's fighting. What mm-hmm. sort of a venue is that in the grand scheme of it's things? Like a, it's like a legs club RSL yes. in um, southwestern Sydney. Yep. So um, it's got um, yeah, quite a bit of the, <laughs> the um, Muslim population and um, a, a lot of sort of Akaway supporters around that area. So that's why they do their shows there. It's not a big venue. It's not a glamorous veg- venue by any um, stretch, but it is a, you know, it's a solid venue and Paul Nazari does a lot of his shows there. They love it there, so... Um, you know, it's not um, the Horton Pavilion or the, the Entertainment Centre or anything, but it's it's where he likes to fight. So you said if he does win, where does it put him on the sk- – does he go – do we have any well, – I don't know, mate. I'm not on the ratings board, but he'll definitely yeah, be within within the top 15. Mm-hmm. Although Polyakov, when, when he beat – when he beat um, – or Plotnikov – I've, I'm just, yeah. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Zuge, Zuge, <laughs> Zuge. Zuge. Um, when he beat uh, when he beat De Corrales, he only moved into number fifteen in the world, and that was with the WBA international title attached to it. So I don't know whether like, how knows. where he'll know. go, yeah. but he should. 
be rated inside the top 15 in the world because he did he I was at number he'd 12 have to be. he'd have to be yeah yeah do you have to negotiate with certain people to move yourself in certain directions on these rankings yes. do, or does it, is it if you, you need get to have on the well? right people who yes. have the relationships yes you, yes so regardless of how good yep. you are Oh yeah, there's there's politics just, in boxing. Is that right? I doubt. That yeah, doesn't matter how good you are, Jake. <laughs> no, <laughs> really, <laughs> I'm telling you the truth, yeah, mate. It's there not are fair. Yeah, you can't boxing. just spar Miguel Cotto once and find yourself in the top ten. Like you got nice on your resume. <laughs> <laughs> you got to spar him for three weeks straight. <laughs> yeah. right. The sparring triple G move you up from number fifteen. <laughs> yeah. to, uh, that's got to be something. Depends how much he mentions it. I don't know. Yeah. We haven't. We yeah. Pretend, yeah, that's it. And I'm pretty sure I will mention it a fair bit. Now look, that hasn't even happened yet, and we don't. No, we're definitely over there for training camp. But They're this could help your talking ranking. Talking to Abel Sanchez. Even talking about it. They see do a lot of similarities, do they, between Alvarez and Mitchell? I'm going to dye my hair <laughs> and draw a few freckles on. Right. We'll be right. No, yeah, look. No, no. no just, it's, it's just talk. <laughs> it's exciting. I like it. It is uh, very exciting. The card we were just talking about, that's the 24th of February at Club Punch Bowl, as you mentioned. But there's a big card in Melbourne on the 24th of February as well. Hosking um, promotion. Hosking He's promotion. moved to St Kilda Town Hall. The Maloney twins are headlining this show. What are we doing? Flipping coins to see who, or do they have? They do. I don't know. You've, you've um, they just take it in turns. So I believe, I believe I don't remember who was. Oh no, Jason was the main at last time they uh -huh. fought. He put uh, put Kisawara. Was his name Kisawara? Yeah, in the yeah. first round. So that means Andrew Maloney against uh, Rene yep. Daquel. I think it is. Hell who's of a, a really fight. tough Filipino and see. Now, this for me, this is a really as good far fight. as an Aussie stepping up, we're talking about Bilal stepping up, this, yeah, this is, is a, a real step-up fight. And this will this will prove that Andy Maloney is ready for world title mm. honours, I believe. Yeah, he's been there and done that. The other guy, um, he's won in Japan a bunch of times and he's won all over the place and, yeah, hasn't really ever been outclassed. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a good, really good o fight. Yeah, OPBF champion versus uh, WBA Oceana champion. Mm. So it's, it's a great... Great fight, and then you've also got um, Jason's, Jason's fight as yes. well. He's he's fighter as well. He went the distance. Um, Emmanuel Nadella, yeah, yeah, very respectable performance against uh, Kameda. That's um, a Commonwealth title fighter, I yeah. think, isn't it? And this this for him, he's fought for he's fought for the world title. He's been in the world ratings for yep. quite some time. Hell of a fighter. Um, coming off a couple of losses, but once again, he he Jason Maloney is his ticket. Back into the big pit, back yep. into the big time. So, boy, both boys have got their work cut out yeah. for them against world class fighters. Props to Lyndon Hosking and team for um, for getting both guys over here on the same show. As far as a double header, normally your budget gets gets blown. You've got one fight like that on the card. Yeah. Lyndon's got both those guys on there. So, I wish them success on the night. I hope they get a big crowd, and I hope uh, the Australian public and all their friends family get behind it because it's going to be a hell of a show what's it like as a venue the st kilda town hall you've done any shows sam no, not there done the malvin town hall i'm guessing they're all the same oh, same architect yeah. big big area yep we're not old. set up yep yep but um look linden linden puts a good show on. always yep does he a does. great I've job done plenty of linden shows sets, sets up well so i i've no doubt that's nothing's going to change yep that'll be a good night Good night in Melbourne and also in Sydney of the 24th. The fights, I believe, live on Oz Boxing that night. Both yeah. on the 24th of February. Yep. 2081 in Sydney. Is there a reason? Do the promoters, 
They don't really talk to each other, do they, Ben? <laughs> it appears not. <laughs> when, uh, um, if we did have TV, it'd really be an issue because yes. we always have these shows on the same nights. But I guess, you know, that's a that's an issue to be crossed, a bridge to be crossed when we come to it. Um, yeah, ideally they would be staggered, but ideally they'd all be shown somewhere that you can watch them. I'm sure there would be streams and you just said maybe this is on Ausboxing. Um, I don't so. know whether the Nazari show is going to be shown anywhere. There was some talk. So, yeah, ideally they wouldn't overlap as they do, but, um, yeah... Yeah. Is, is it possible some promoters actually like to butt into a date when they find out another promoter? Like cut in, Jay. Uh, I'd hope not. Does that happen? <laughs> I hope not. But um, look, I, I strength in numbers. The sport isn't going to grow if we're all trying to cut each other off and beat mm, each other that down. That is right. We've that got is to, so we've right. We've got to grow yeah. the sport. Everyone has to work together work. to some extent. Obviously, there's going to be competition within any industry. But yeah, I think boxing... Um, I think needs to learn from its uh, mistakes of the past and, and people should work together in those regards and, and in others. Is it possible that the face of boxing could hold a summit for happy all to. promoters? More than happy to. And I'll get everybody get together. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll give it a go. Yeah. Everybody. Wouldn't you, couldn't you see that? One venue, all the promoters get together, regardless oh, of the we size. Could, we could sell to You handling that. security? Oh, the, no, um, yeah. no, possible. <laughs> well, it, w- it would be um, logistically S- difficult. Carve uh, up territories. We might be carving something up, yeah. Yeah. Um, could sell pay-per-view to that, then. We could. You definitely could. We've just looked at those shows from the 24th. There's a really good show in Brisbane as well coming up on the 7th of April um, in Brisbane with Dennis Hogan, and they've announced now that he's fighting against the Englishman Jimmy Kelly. Uh, that's, a, that's an outstanding a fight. Yeah, that's a great fight. And there's a lot of banter already um, in that one. Jimmy Kelly's only been beaten the once, and it was a, a, a big uh, step-up fighter in England that he had. Uh, Dennis Hogan's obviously only been beaten the once in Germany, and this is a, a fight that gives him uh, a really good position within the division and perhaps a, a world title shot as well. So uh, that's a huge show. Huge show. DDP doing great things. The yep. first show was awesome. Mm-hmm. The broadcast, the, the production of the show was great. Thank you. No worries. You're welcome. But... Um, yeah, so you've got promoters who are investing in a fighter and they're building names. And yeah, that's what, that's, right. that's what promoters have to do. And they're also investing those guys in um, Joe Goodall, who was is the um, amateur who won a medal at the um, World Championships. He's turning professional on that card. He's a heavyweight. Um, so they're trying to, you know, make him Australia's Joseph Parker. So that that's exciting, having him come through. Alex Leopold is on the card as well. Um, and uh, I think... Good stock. The uh, Rushton gym. Yeah, he's, that's he's, right. He yeah. trains alongside Jeff Horn, Dennis Hogan. And Rushton's, I think he's got four fighters on that card. And it's the seventh. Horn's going to be fighting the 14th in New York. So after the show or first, early next morning, he's got to go get on a plane. Train mm. all these guys. Go get on a plane and go look after Jeff. Busy man. Yeah. Exciting show. Now yeah. You, now, you did mention Triple G. That has been confirmed. His, fight, his next fight. It has now, Canada. yeah. 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 Yep. Saw that. What's the... Uh, Say again? The Rock confirmed. The Rock confirmed. The ro- yes, The yeah. Rock. That was strange. <laughs> I didn't clip That's I, important. I saw Mickey. it had come through. Like I got a couple of messages about it, but then I saw the video. I didn't feel inclined to click on The Rock. I thought... No. I, I, I was just confused. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that works. There Over you there. go. You think the fight sells itself without needing The Rock? Yeah. What do you think happens in the rematch after... Uh, I thought what it was a, a minor robbery but certainly a robbery uh in the first i thought that golovkin won clearly yeah look i thought golovkin won clearly also but i i said in previous episode i just thought that um canelo if anything he lost the fight for himself because at times he showed variation he showed he showed 
more in his arsenal than Golovkin did. Although, having said that, having Golovkin chase you down for 12 rounds, it would be pretty scary, I would imagine. But, but Golovkin's going to have some pretty high-quality sparring. <laughs> that's yes. This it's time. The secret. If it gets done. The edge. <laughs> yep, yep, maybe. Good for the rankings. But look, look um, I believe... I believe... Hopefully, he doesn't listen to this, but I believe that... Uh, Golovkin. Golovkin. <laughs> he won't. He'll be stealing. He might. He follows uh, me on Twitter. <laughs> he tweeted to me once. He said, Did keep he? up the good work, Ben. No yeah. idea what it was referring to. But ah, it was, yeah, it was nice. In general. Keep it up, yeah. mate. You're oh, I, up I have. I've, I've kept it up ever since. Well done. But yeah. look, I, I, I believe that um, Canelo showed more variation and I believe there's more room for improvement in Canelo's game than there was in, in Golovkin's. Mm-hmm. He made him miss, made him pay. Yeah. He wore some good shots off him, but just the constant pressure... Of Golovkin, yeah. I really felt that he won the fight. I thought he definitely won the fight. Yeah, I, the question mark is whether Golovkin gets old at any point in in the lead up or during that fight. Um, well, if not, I think the same even, thing happens as last. Even not, even not in getting old, I I just think there was more. There's just more variation shown by Canelo, and now Canelo having those twelve rounds under his belt with him. How much more can Golovkin bring to the table? Golovkin brings that fight to every fight he comes to. Mm. And when he touches you, you go to sleep. Yeah. Whereas Canelo just showed far more tools. So yeah, it's but it's well, it, there's no a matter lot of what, variables. It's yeah, it, it's yeah, it's massive. Biggest yeah. fight of the year, you reckon? Oh well, I would have thought so, unless um, something happens with AJ. Like yeah. Parker, AJ is huge. Um, yeah. Whether you know AJ fights wilder and that might be bigger i don't know we'll yeah we'll see what happens yeah hopefully parker v lucas brown is the biggest fight of the year at the end of the year or, or horn v pacquiao too after he beats crawford that would be huge let's see see yeah. I, or, just quickly people riding horn off against crawford like everywhere that they, they're writing him off of course they like, are the yeah. way the way i look at it like yeah you cleaned out the division below but we fighting any big rugged strong dudes like jeff horn's gonna jeff horn's gonna ask some questions of him that he hasn't that Crawford hasn't had before. Yeah, he's got that rough and tumble style. There's no, there's no quit in Horn whatsoever. So it's going to be. No I, doubt. I, I see it being s- far more competitive than what people yeah. are saying. Well, if he can pull Crawford into the trenches, how's he going to handle such a big, strong welterweight? Anyone who watched Horn v Pacquiao with with a fair mind, not a lot of the Americans who watched it like out of their heads I think would have to give him some sort of a shot against anyone because mm. he did you know otherworldly things as an underdog in that fight Tough he's going to be man. a huge Tough. underdog again but yeah oh geez I wouldn't write him off against anyone not a chance paying five dollars on crown bed Ben is he that's not yeah, bad yeah. in a two horse race yeah well you know it's a big price but and he deserves to be an underdog no doubt because of yeah. what what Crawford has achieved and um, you know but he's coming up uh, Horn, you know, he, he he's he's going to cut weight late and build back up. He's going to be the bigger man, no doubt at all. Uh, once once yeah. again, but the American public in that uh, just sort of writing him off. Oh so yeah, you'll get a better fuel, price than that over there. That's Isn't fuel. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fuel for the fire. And um, I we'll think dollars, I think ben. we're going to see the best version of Jeff Horn as Freddie well. Freddie Roach said um, that Jeff Horn gets knocked out in the first round. Knocked out in the first yeah. round. Jesus. Yeah. He also said yeah, Pacquiao yeah. was going to knock him out. And then after <laughs> the fight, he out. said to me in the ring that, fair enough, Jeff had beaten him. And then two mm-hmm. minutes later, he said, oh, no, Manny won. So, you know, Freddie's a bit alive at the joint there. No I just quickly want to go back to Triple G uh, and uh, Canelo. Do you think that uh, there was talk that the Canelo camp was going to let Triple G age a little bit, as in let him have another fight, this and that. Uh, were you surprised that it's come 
so soon, both no. the rematch, or there was no fight I'm, in between? I'm just glad it has. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like uh, it would have been disappointing had it gone another way. And it it looks it looks bad for the sport too if it didn't just come off again. Yeah, like uh, by all accounts, you know, Golovkin was ready to sign the next day, and it was the Golden Boy side who were sort of hanging around. But then, I guess you know. Any fight that Canelo's in is going to be massive, but because he's such a star. But but there was an urgency from the broader sporting public for the rematch to take place before they watch him in anything else. So I, I think they eventually they went, all right, we have to do this, and they probably back themselves to go better this time against Golovkin and 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 maybe win. So, um, like you know, Jade's theory is is, is a is a widely held one that he comes back better and he's got more to give this time around. So, yeah, I'm just glad it has happened. It's exciting. Your final th- thoughts on that uh, future sparring partner, Triple G? Oh, look, mate, I'm just glad that the fight's happening. Um, is there any talk about it with the, the actual card itself, who we've got on the undercard? Yeah. I don't think there is yet. It only got the other... It's always always a huge card. The Cinco de Mayo yeah. just historically has been an awesome card. We've normally got something big then, yeah. something big in September. But... Um, yeah, I'm just happy that they've done it. They haven't stretched it out, which is always played out in boxing, and um, mm. it just looks good for the sport too. So the first one was a great I'm event. Happy. I was there, and it, yeah, gee, it was it was just a massive terrible, terrible seats too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a, just a massive um, event, and I'm sure they'll go even bigger this time around. They haven't announced a venue, um, and increasingly, New York is putting itself in the mix to get these fights. But you would think it probably goes back to um, the same venue that T-Mobile. Uh, in Vegas, uh, which is a is a really good venue, so uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what takes place. But either way, it's going to be um, it, yeah, it's going to be you would think the biggest fight of the year. The the fighting in Vegas is there a tax reason as well for the fighters to be fighting in Vegas? Is there a less well, as I think opposed to New York? Yeah, well, I think that well, I, I think just because of the casinos, there is more money that is available to promoters and hence fighters um, by going to there over New York but you know New York through sponsorship arrangements puts itself back in the mix and can make these big offers and obviously you know we've seen with Crawford um, and Horn that's ended up it looks like in New York over Vegas where it was originally booked um, largely because there was another booking for an NFL game at the same venue the T-Mobile which they had to move it around and then it's gone back the other way then there's another counter bid and all that but um, yeah they all put themselves in the mix and uh, yeah, but it, increasingly New York is either getting them or getting very close, which is good because I'm sick of going to Vegas. To be honest, I'd Man, rather I'll go be, to New York. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll love New York. That's yeah, so do I. Yeah. yeah. So Manhattan's awesome. So I've not, I've never been to a fight at Madison Square Garden, so I can't wait. Will you get as good seats in New York that you did for in Vegas for the Triple G Canelo fight? Well, yeah, ben better Damon. because hopefully we'll be, um, we'll be doing the fight. So hopefully we'll be doing. Oh, there we go. He's starting to come around. Hopefully we'll be doing the fight. He was looking at me, not you. (laughs) It's like when you say that. It's like when you say that we are going to spar Gennady Golovkin. You don't mean that I'm coming with you. You mean you and your team. I've never said we. You did. Can we go back? Fighters always say we. Can we go back? I don't understand that. We, as in myself, the Maloney's, Lyndon Hosking. are going to be training right. at Big Bear, and I is Lyndon training? Is he? Is Lyndon training? No, Lyndon just accompanies us. But and just, just does. So I definitely don't have to spar with Gennady Golovkin, though. Definitely do not. Okay. Yeah. Who else pleasing. is? Who else going to spar with Gennady Golovkin? Because you're saying um, we I, collective. No, no, no. We <laughs> are going to America. We are going to Abel Sanchez's camp. 
I have uh, the possibility finally. of sparring with Golovkin. Okay. We're glad we got that out of the way. Uncle Ron. Moving uh, on. What, uh, are we, what are we talking about next? making the move to have champions recommended for world ratings. What do you like about that, Jake? Oh, I think it's great. It actually gives some weight to the Australian title. Um, because so, so many of us sort of, uh, if, if you miss, if you miss the boat on that and it just, you, you move past it. Danny Green only won, he won his first Australian title when he fought Kane Watts, um, a couple of years ago. So it just, it just, um, it just gives the, gives the title more weight. I think it's great. The only surprising thing for me when I saw that, um, when they sent out the email a few weeks ago is that it wasn't already the case. Like, uh, why did, hadn't we already done that? Why? Why were Australian titles not already and also in that conversation? Also, too, you couldn't actually have your AMBF title on the line when you had like an OPBF title, or you couldn't have it on the well, line. Well, there seems to be a bit of confusion as to whether that was a trial period of changing that last year, and it's gone back to what it was, or if oh. it, yeah. So I because there's no way known I would relinquish my WBC or WBA affiliated titles in order to fight for an Australian title. Yeah. Yet if I can, if I can do that together. And, yeah. if, and if it actually helps my rating, a Commonwealth title is actually um, affiliated with the WBC. So that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a title that I would love to fight for myself personally. And just because it's held in such high regard too, um, especially yeah. with a lot of the older fighters, in the, like I'm such a fan of the sport. Mm. A lot of the older fighters, like it's just Australian title, Commonwealth title. Yeah. But yet the Commonwealth title does have pull. The Australian title does have some pull. Hopefully we'll get some good good Aussie title fights for sure yeah I I checked that because I'm not sure if it was a trial or something because we had the Jai Opatia fought um, against Ben Kelleher on the Mundine v Brown undercard and there was some um, conjecture as to whether he was defending or if he'd given given it up or if he could still have it and so on and so forth There's, there's some things around it but um well there you go speaking of which um Jai Pataya is another one who's being talked about um shooting for that Commonwealth title I think it's held by is it Luke Watkins Watkins, um who is bizarrely managed by George Groves uh so there um there have been initial conversations about Pataya v Watkins which would be great that's that's a really good fight he's unbeaten I think he's 13 and 0 as well so much Um, yeah Opatia for mine is the prospect of the year for mine. I he just got so much potential. Mm. He's just so so nice to watch, and so young. Yeah, like twenty two years of age. Yeah, he was really good in that fight too. He fought that Ben Keller, who's a tough dude, who ended up busting his hand, and they stopped the fight on him, which was a good idea. But you know, there's there's well, they s- could make a rematch out of that before s- he goes and does that if they wanted. I certainly wouldn't want to be standing in front of Opatia <laughs> no. with only one hand. No, <laughs> nor I. Sure. And I saw that Anthony Buttergig is finally defending his um, Commonwealth title as well against an unbeaten Englishman. I think that's on the. Is Caparello. he defending? Is he defending it, or did he get? Was it? Is it vacant again, or is defending? Well, I assumed he was defending. He yeah. Well, he he was the the yeah. reigning, but any not okay. not important. Yeah. yeah anyway, he's fighting fight. for it, for he it was again. Was champion? He's in one or another capacity. Yep. And that's gonna that'll be a good card too. Once again, you've yeah. got. Um, Caprello Chilemba. Caprello fights anyone, as uh, as he's proven. They're both both fought for world titles, so that's yeah. that's that's a huge fight. That's for, a big um, weekend. So Melbourne Pavilion, the amateur cards on the Saturday, and then you're on the Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> the return. And in Sydney, the same day, St Patrick's Day is the second of the Johnny Lewis fight nights, which are held in the daytime. 
Dara Foley main event. Yeah, against a Canadian fella. Um, and, and excitingly, Hatem Lemuse is fighting against Gage, Gage Island, Island um, which own. is a really good fight. Irish boy too. Yep. Um, and uh, then Ben Sava against uh, Corin Dryden. Yes. Which is a really good fight That's as awesome. well. So, yeah, th- yeah and, there's a, and they're talking about others. I haven't seen much of Dryden. Um, I, I know his, his, his opponents on his record aren't, aren't that flash. Yeah, they're not strong. But um, he's got a bit of power. Yeah, yeah he he, power. he he looks impressive. Yeah, but Ben Sava, he he is impressive. Yeah, he's I've, a good boxer. I've really liked watching yeah. Ben Sava. I think that's um, yeah, that's your puncher boxer. Yeah, so set up. But so yeah, it's a really I, good fight. I always side with the boxer. So yeah, I'm you won't be able to watch that. You'll be fighting. Oh no, you might. You could watch it in the daytime. Then your daytime. I don't know. I, I watch a replay with a green. I know it's beard Friday, Saturday, isn't it? So that's the Saturday as well, same as yours. I don't yeah. know when it is, but I know that uh, it's it's a daytime event that mm. one um, at the Star again. Uh, yeah, and a really good looking show. So I'll be there for that one instead of coming to yours. Yeah, no You're everywhere, right. Ben Damon, the face yes. of Australian boxing, gentlemen. Anything else to add? You had a good time. Uh, yeah, I've had a good time. The, made the trip down, Ben. Probably wonders here. why we can't do it remotely, but you know, did, we like um, to be in his presence. Did uh, El Matador? Was there anything else to mention at all? Well, there's probably things that we've uh, forgotten, no doubt. But I think that uh, all is well in Australian boxing. Do we upset anyone? Do you think was anyone? We, we w- what I was pleased by from the previous episodes is that you know we had a couple of random bits of um, minor trolling, but nothing, we nothing m- too bad. So yeah. thank you, everyone. For might have, I might have upset Luke Jackson by calling him out. I don't think you'll be upset. Band. I think you'll be excited. Oh man, those body shots from Jacko with <laughs> the gastric <laughs> band. It'll have to be 2019. But, uh, but we'll yeah, I was just going to say thank you, people, for being civil in our uh, comments yeah. section and appreciating we're not, you know, we're just trying to do something um, constructive yep. for Australian boxing. So New thank you, everyone, for getting on board and for watching and sharing and all that. I think it's been it's been a success early on. We're powered by Everlast, of course. We are powered by Everlast. In association with the good people at OzBoxing.com, yes? Yes, yes we, we are. are. Mickey Beetlejuice Films making this... In living a great color. job. He's looking to be the Australia's next 24-7, you know that, don't you, Ben? Well, he could well be. He's just making yeah. his way up those rankings. Do they have rankings for filmmakers, Mickey? Uh, I do my head. You're doing <laughs> <it>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you've got our pound. support. You've got Hurt Business Radio support. You've got ozboxing.com support. You're powered by Everlast, Mickey. The face, the matador. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. That was a that was a fun record.